Welcome back to the Escape Rope Podcast, everybody. I'm your host, Fung. And I'm Ron. It's a couple of days before Christmas, and we thought that we'll uh, get a little yeah, pot in. We squeeze one in just before the holidays. That's right. Just before a, uh, a movie session as well. Just This is how dedicated we are, guys. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, so this is probably starting on a bit of a, uh, a low note, but I thought it is something important that we should discuss especially now that um you know this this episode can come out in the new year yeah um, it's probably still going to be we're still going to be in the depth of this whole bushfire situation it's not it's not going away anytime soon, no no um and we're barely we sort of just touched um summer as well so you know january february march is going to be um crazy weather. pretty crazy yeah very yeah, dry very windy so in so we are in New South Wales, Australia. Yep. And we've been going through a very long um uh, bushfire season. So and I didn't know this but apparently it started in August 2019. No. So it's kind of like, you know, a random bushfires here and there, but now it's like sort of really picked up. Um but so yeah, no no one really covered it back in August. No, I guess it's not big enough now yeah. it was like it's, it's real serious um and just some quick stats i'll just throw out but um you know it's mid-december and over 700 homes in new south wales have been destroyed damn yeah and we're talking about 6.7 million hectares of burnt or burning in new south wales i think nine people are dead um us being well myself living very close to the city in sydney it doesn't really affect us too much aside from the smoke let me ask you a question. How do yeah. you feel about it when you actually hear uh, about all this bushfire going around and how people are kind of scared about it, kind of afraid of losing their homes and, um, you know, all this media coverage? How, how, how do you feel about it? To be honest, uh, you know, I, I have to be totally honest. It didn't really affect me that much sort of until it started to get sort of within the Sydney edges. Even even so, like what what you ex- what you experience around the Sydney mm. areas, like the uh, the metro areas, yeah. is literally just orange skies. That's it. Dry weather, smoke around, but you yeah. don't really feel the actual the real danger of it. Yeah, impact. Yeah, it's tough, you know, to breathe. But honestly, my life is not in danger. Right. But it, it's really when you know someone close to me with their families. Um, their their property or whatever is is in danger. That's when it becomes a little bit more. Hey, this, How's it going? this, this could yeah. actually affect me in a way. Um, and I think early in um, November or something, there was like a little little fire in um, at Stanhope Gardens, which is not too far from my parents' place. Mm. You know, it was, it was small. Yeah. It wasn't crazy out of control or anything. But mm. um, and that was sort of taken care of in the afternoon. But it, that that was when it started to really be like okay, we're we're really kind of getting pretty into the um to the bushfire season now. Yeah, and for sure. These things could just kind of pop out of nowhere. Um, a few days ago, um, it popped up in Strathfield. I don't even know how. But um, yeah, for, for me, not having a uh, connection really to you know, anywhere in, in, in the country or mm. even in the outskirts, it, so, it didn't really affect me that much. So how did you feel when I was telling you the story of how close the fire was to my farm? It, that that was pretty scary. Yeah. Like to think that there was like real possibility that someone close to me, their family could be you know really affected. Mm. I was like, okay, this is getting pretty serious now. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, to be to be very honest, I mean, just to give uh, 
a backstory to people listening to this podcast. The other day, I actually had to cut everything I had planned for the day mm. and drive down there because of the fire alert. Not yeah. not the smartest thing to do. It's probably not the way you should be driving. No, um, but in saying that, like you know, my motto is ninety nine percent of emergencies are not really emergencies. That's yeah. that, that's my mentality anyway. Yeah. So I had to go down there to check up on uh, on my father and the farm and everything just to see if I could help anywhere there. Yeah. And what was their kind of mindset? Well, that's the reason why I drove down there because yeah. my dad doesn't really care about these things. <laughs> he does like to him, hundred percent of emergencies are not emergencies. Right. So. Yeah, I, I still leave that one percent leeway just in case something happens. Mm. So, I went down there already. Traffic going in to Picton, the Picton area, yeah. which is like maybe thirty-five minutes past where I live right now. Do you think these these are people also trying to go down to check on their farm or maybe whatever? I don't know, but it kind of made it worse because entries around the the, the area was yeah. starting to get closed down. Right. And you could see, like, as I was, I was driving down the, the road, you can see, like, emergency vehicles going left, right, and centers. I mean, there was, like, five uh, fire engines just come blaring down the road. Two ambulances, like, multiple cops. It was everywhere. I'm like, wow, this is getting pretty serious. Yeah. And they actually set up, like, about five minutes from my farm, they actually set up a mobile uh, command center. Really? So you see uh, all these uh, highway patrol cars everywhere just uh, sitting there mm-hmm. having their meeting just to see what, what they were going to block so off. Like they coordinate. Yeah. yeah. And it was pretty scary. Um, it got so bad that on the Fire Near Me app, which is an app that people can go and have a look to yeah. see where the fire uh, fires are and how close they, it is to their properties, um, that the fire, where my street was, the fire was predicted to come within five, 10 kilometers of the area. Yeah. It was that close. So I, I basically had to go down there, grab, grab all my dogs, get out of there. Yeah. But even getting out of the town was a nightmare. It took so, me like an hour and a, and a bit to get back to this area. Yeah. So, um, so what, uh, what, what happened with your, your parents? Are they, oh, they're fine. Like, they, they just like, stay down there? Or? Well, thankfully, they, uh, they had work down in Wollongong. Okay, so they weren't in so the they, So they were, they were already in the process of leaving town. Mm. So they, were, had, um, they had the contingency, uh, contingency plans to come back up here to stay at my grand, uh, grandma's house. Right. Well, that, that's good. As yeah, long so as we they... had contingency, uh, contingency plans. But yeah. in saying that, it's, it's pretty, uh, pretty scary to, to see that these kind of things happen around here. You know? Yeah, in, especially like when it's um, you know, someone in your family that uh, could be affected. You know, most of the time you hear bushfires is usually you know out in Blue Mountain Way or like further out. Mm. It doesn't seem as bad. Um, but when it's like your actual property, then then, then shit's real. Shit gets real. I I honestly didn't know how bad it could get because it got pretty real when I got closer to the area. Yeah, I mean, two people died around uh, around that town already, and uh, that's defending the town, mm. fighting the fires. Mm. So yeah, um, there was another story. Ebby's um, friend's yeah. boyfriend mm. went down to Nara to fight the fires because he was really, really close to his house. Yeah, and he had uh, videos sent out to his his mates and whatnot showing how close the fire was. He got he so, could see the fire. Yeah, he could see the fire. So it got so bad that he was actually locked inside his house huh. because there was spot fires around around his house, yes. and it was too late for him to leave. So, so you can't you can't actually leave town anymore. 
which is yeah. for me that's kind of counterintuitive. Um, what do you mean? Why would why would it be too late? Like, would you wouldn't you want to try to leave? I think I think like you know how they're the police too late to leave. It yeah. means all the uh, roads are kind of. Blocked. Oh, I, under- I understand that, but the cops blocking the exits that makes no sense to me. It, it could be some safety things that I'm not aware of. I'm, I'm not. I mean, it could be so. blocking an exit yeah. because that road leads to yeah. like a bigger fire or something. Sure. Yeah. But have you ever have you ever seen those uh, catastrophe movies where mm. you see like massive fires with big ass smoke yeah. rising up in, in the sky? Mm. It's exactly like that. It's pretty. It's exactly it's, like that. You can see the fire, like the the smokes bellowing uh, through the skyline, mm. and then just like watching it, it's pretty intense it's and real, cool man. at the same time. Yeah, like yeah. when you're when you're there. Yeah, I kind of imagine like the heat, the smoke. Yeah. Uh, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't want to um, have to be out there for yeah. a reason. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's it's yeah, it's scary. Mm. But I think people in those situations should keep their wits about them. Yes. and take it as it comes mm. and not be kind of overwhelmed with uh, fear and be afraid of like the situation. And and I also think, I mean, you shouldn't be overwhelmed with sentimentality either. No. Your life is definitely more precious than a property. Yes. Um, than things, material things. You know, those things you can you can get again, you can always rent again, but I mean, your life is yeah, that's what yeah, you got, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another thing, I'll just probably finish off this section. Yeah. Um, it's worthwhile to, if people have houses and properties around the area where they're affected with bushfire, it's worthwhile checking out uh, your local bank because I know my bank, ANZ, actually mm. gives relief to people, whether it be uh, you know, re- relief for their mortgage, yep. suspending their, pay- their payment for the couple of months. Right. So it's like a case-by-case basis. So it's worthwhile if people are affected by that to check mm. out the banks mm. and give them a call to see what they can, what uh, their local banks can do or any other institution that they're part of Yeah, usually would have something to do with uh, assisting people who are affected with this. So mm. that's what, that's one, one thing I would say. Um, so I think the topic for today actually leads a little bit from this whole bushfire situation. Yeah. Um, and I think the overarching topic here is Viral marketing. It's a little bit of a leap from bushfires. <laughs> it kind of relates though. It kind of relates, but it just so happens that um, my mate is the owner of a, um, a shirt company, a bun-up shirt company. What's, uh, uh, what's the website called? I think it's mrkoya.com. So it's uh, Mr. K-O-Y-A. So they've been, I think they've been around for three years now. Yeah. They were one of the, f- uh, well, my, my mate was one of the first kind of, people in in my group of friends who started their own their own thing and um they've been going on for, for two or three years now maybe even longer i can't can't remember exactly but um they i think they're doing fairly well they do interesting designs mm. and it just so happens that one of these designs um is as a result of kind of this bushfire and um australian leadership yeah being absent not to lead into politics or anything, but yeah. which it's, it's just funny how this, this sort of happened. That's right. So yeah. I, I'm not going to go too much into, into the politics of things, but yeah. um, the Australian Prime Minister, at the time of these massive bushfires, he was holidaying in beautiful Hawaii. <laughs> and I, I, I haven't talked to my mate yet about this, but um, somehow he managed to get a design out, a design um, with Scott Morrison's face 
I think um, in the middle of like this uh, orange flower. Yeah. And they're called the shirts Mahalo Scomo. Yeah. We'll li- leave a link in the show notes to show people the uh, the actual shirt. That's right. And, and the company. <laughs> and um, uh, part of their part part of their thing is for for this particular shirt anyway, is to donate. 100% of the profits to the New South Wales um, fireys or the rural uh, fire service. And this this shirt actually went um, viral, right? It got picked up by a bunch of these uh, media outlets, like legit media outlets. It was on um, one of those 7 p.m. shows, like, I don't know what we call it, like Project or 7 p.m. show. I, I don't watch TV, so. Yeah, the project, yeah. So they went all of that. Um, I think he did some interviews even. Really? Yeah. And um Do you want to share the uh the the what's it called the numbers? Yeah. So I think I can't remember exactly when this thing went on sale, but these are all pre-orders. These are limited edition. I think it's only get get done once. But uh they've done over $35,000 worth of sales. And this is a, this, uh, this is within a span of maybe a, a week, maybe two weeks. That is crazy. That is crazy. Thirty-five thousand I mean, dollars within, within seven days. That's it. I, I don't know their um their their finances, but I would probably say this is probably the most high-profile shirt that they've done, mm. and it's also for a good cause, which is which is awesome, which is good, which which is great. And um and and I haven't even talked to my mate. This is number. This is a number that I got from like some other media outlet. But I think they raised like ten or eleven grand. In profits, mm. so all that is going to a good cause, which yeah. is the the, the fireys. Yeah. But and and relating back to the sort of overarching uh, arching um theme theme, which is the viral marketing, it just goes to show that you know this this is a tough situation, you know, with the bushfires going on, and it's certainly not profiting on um, on the situation. It's actually giving back. Um, to to the fireys, but again, um, in this kind of situation, to get one shirt out or one product out after three four years of being in existence, and to finally get this sort of attention, is it's it's pretty it's it's pretty amazing. It is, man. That's that's what uh, that's what we strive for for yeah. this podcast as well. I mean, we just started, but it could be three four years in the making before we actually yeah. reach a, a critical mass. And for your mate, by the way, what's his name? His name is uh, Yema Akbar. Wow. That's yeah. a, that is a cool name. He's a, he's a cool say, say it again. Yama. Yema Akbar. Yema Akbar. Well, for him, yeah. it, could be, it, it was five years in the making, right? Mm. So to see him grind and grind and grind to get to this, this uh, level of success, that's, uh, that's what you should be or anyone who's in their own game should be striving for to set a goal and to dedicate a process, a system, mm. create a system to reach that particular goal. That's right. I mean, most businesses don't really um, uh, come into existence and then boom, you know, some do. Mm. Most of them are very much a slow grind. Yeah. And they've gone through uh, this slow grind and now but, they've gone, they've gone some, uh, some exposure. Sure. It's also important to highlight that the fact that your mate, your mate's company, mm. donated that money shows the 
morality of his company, like what his company is all about as well, uh, in, in the sense of like what their personality actually is. That's right. So they're not here to swindle money out of, out of people or exploit the situation. They actually are willing to put the, their name out there yeah. for a good cause. I mean, that's that's pretty dirty too. If, yeah. if you if you were to try and profit from this yeah. situation, um, and you know we we've both seen people take advantage of uh, bad situations to to make a sale. You know what? Can we buy some of these shirts? Uh, it have to we be, can pre-order. Can, can we pre-order? Yeah, and just wear it and then just shout him out. Yeah. just we've, to show yeah. our support. I mean. The profits gone to the fire. So yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, we, we'll I mean, I'd, I'd love to do something like that with the show, but I feel we don't have much following to be able to generate anything to help people out. No, I mean, um, other than talk about it. Yeah, I mean, talking about it is is going to some audience, and yeah. that's that's you know maybe it might raise awareness in a few people. That's amazing, man. Which that's is amazing. Better than nothing. So again, his company is called uh, Mr. Koya, and that's uh, mrkoya.com. We'll have it in the show notes. Mm. Man. We'll, we'll, we'll be we'll good be on you, uh, Yema. Good on you. Good on you, mate. Yeah. Um, I'd like to have him on the show sometime. I, 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 want, think... I want to see his thought on the whole situation. It's pretty surreal to be in that kind of limelight, sort of. I think um, I, I haven't talked to him yet, but um, I'll try and get him early next year. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Line him up. Line him up. It'd be. Interesting, yeah. We, uh, we've we've definitely, uh, you know, just a quick aside. You know, we've definitely had um, pretty good feedback from from listeners. Speaking of that, like you've been pretty active, I noticed in regards to paying attention to who's doing what and uh, people's feedback in your yeah. circle, anyways. So I mean, it's it's all it's all good stuff, you know. Yeah. Whether I mean whether it's positive or not, it, it's mm. good for us. It's it's a high contrast to what you were thinking when we first started this, right? How who like you were asking the question, who am I? <laughs> to put my my thoughts out there to people that I haven't spoken to for God knows how long. Yeah, it felt weird, right? To yeah. to get praise, as in not, to, not, not to get praise, compliment but... a compliment from for your what you're doing for the project that you're uh, uh, embarking on. A little bit because I don't feel like I've um, I've deserved any compliments. All mm. all we've done is just put something out there. Yeah, doesn't mean it's good. Doesn't mean it's bad. It's just it's just out there. Still good, man. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we're out there now, so that's a yeah. that's a good thing. <clears throat> um, but yeah, uh, the other thing that um, I think we wanted to talk about was uh, this this link that you have on uh, on IG. Uh, before we get into that, though, oh, yes. I, I do I do want to speak about how the feedback that your mate, oh yeah, uh, yeah. one of your mate actually gave you, yeah, uh, which I found really really interesting because mm. it kind of validated my thought on the ad that I put out for episode three. Right. How we weren't getting as much engagement as the previous two. Yeah. It could be a number of factors. It could be the fact that we just launched. It could be yep. uh, the fact that episode three was a very long episode, two hours long. It was, yeah. Right. And um, that could be like, that, that could be the factor in, in the lack of success that we were seeing on episode three, despite the fact that we thought episode three was a gem. I mean, I think it, it really was a very good episode, uh, but it is, I, I definitely understand that it's a tough ask of people, new listeners mm. to uh, sink two hours of their, of the day sure. into listening to this. And your mate actually said, um, it's good content. Yeah. Well, he thinks it's good content anyway, so I, I, I can't be very yeah. biased towards, towards it. And, but he also said that 
it was a bit too long for, to digest. Mm. Mm. So what I want to what I want to actually want to to link this to is it's very interesting to have these sort of metrics uh, to gauge our where we should go with the content that we put out there. Mm. Don't you think? So lack of engagement, uh, feedback from your mate, and also lack of listen. I mean, the the I think the content is. Is, is mostly the right direction. It's just um, working around sort of the structure, the length, these yeah. sort of little things to make it really, really, um, uh, at least make it much easier to digest. Yeah. So the what we were gonna, we, what we're going to try to do, mm. which, what I talked to you about before the podcast is we're going to see since the two hours long didn't really work, mm. right? We, we'll see. Well, it hasn't worked just yet. Hasn't worked just yet. Yeah. Sorry, like just to rephrase, uh, we could shorten the conversation that we have to forty-five minutes. We could, yeah, and launch the two hours one as sort of special guest interviews and whatnot, mm-hmm. which is good because we can uh, test uh, do an A/B testing. So we have the forty-five minutes one, which is me and you, mm-hmm. and then we have a, a couple of interviews that I have already uh, banked up here mm-hmm. to launch. So I want to see how that goes and what results we get going moving forward. Mm-hmm. It'll be very interesting for people who want to start this sort of game where you want to be a creator in some sense to see how, to ha- like to gauge how the, your, your content actually works or not. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's you know, a million ways we can, we can go about it. Yeah. Um, we're, just, we're, we're, we're just starting out. So yeah. there's, uh, you know, we just haven't found exactly the, the right um, the right path just yet but uh it's you know we're, we're we're on our way yeah definitely on our way so that's that's that that's uh, just a thought on that yeah we'll um i think uh, in the new year we'll reevaluate all of this again um after a few months and who knows we might pivot again we might be doing 90 minute episodes depending on what our, what our uh what, what the feedback's like mm. i mean look what do you listener think about this what what are your thoughts Flick us a message on Twitter, on Instagram, mm. Facebook, uh, on Apple Podcasts even. Put us a, uh, give us a review so that we know where, where you want to, us to go with this. I think this is probably a good time to talk about a little competition that we might have. I think what we might do is um, in, the, in, in the Instagram post, we'll have a uh, you know, post, um, you know, your best um, you know what? What, what are your your thoughts on this ep- on, on this episode? And we'll pick you know some sort of some comments, and you know we'll send them like a like a cup or something. We will shout it out and shout it out. Yeah, we read it and we'll send you a cup as well. So we'll leave a link in the show notes uh, with the Apple Podcast review uh, section that you can access, and then leave us a review, whether it be one star, five star. That'd be good. Yeah, we'll yeah. we'll send you out a. Yeah. Cool mug, which uh, you it's can, very cool mug. By the you way, you can see that on our, yeah. on our Instagram page. You and I would both be using it, right? Yeah, so, yeah. it's uh, probably the uh, the best cup I've ever used. Take a <laughs> selfie and put on Instagram, please. <sighs> yes, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, did you want to talk about that uh, that link that you put up? Um, yeah. So the Instagrammer photographer, amateur photographer. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure if I can say amateur anymore because he's se- he's self-taught to the point where he's actually got what twenty odd thousand. Um, is he a business? No, he's a what's it called? He's a construction worker. Okay. Who's got a passion in photography? Okay, so he's probably still a an amateur, but he's kind of well. I mean, he's it's not his main business just yet. No. Um. I, I mean, I don't know if he's making. Still all right. Money? Is he making money? 
I, I don't know much, but I found the, the, the story interesting. That's why I wanted to, uh, to actually feature it in this yeah. episode. So the Instagram page I'm talking about is by Chris Fabregas. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's got an average, uh, he's got about 300 to 400 uh, likes per photo, which is quite amazing. Yeah. So um, anyone listening, have a, have a look. Yeah. Um, did you want to give a little bit of background on that little story? Yeah. So how he sort of gained a story, an article, right, about his, uh, his photography. So he employed social media marketing or viral marketing, mm. as, it, as it's called. And how he actually did it was he took a photo of the city of Seattle. So his main, fo- his main focus is on um, fine photography. Right. So he took a very nice photo, a photo mm. of Seattle yep. and sent it as a gift to uh, a Seattle football team, right? Apparently, a, fa- a pretty well-known one. Okay, that's why, like, I, he was managed. He managed to get a story about him right. on uh, Petapixel. Petapixel. It's a photography uh, website that I frequent just to read about uh, some stories to do with photography. Yeah. So he sent this uh, this beautiful. Uh, is it like a? It's panoramic. Print. It's a, a, panor- a par- panorama. Par- panoramic. Panoramic, panoramic, <laughs> panoramic photo of Seattle, and what what he did to gain the attention, mm. he put a little fact about their team, right, on the frame as well. Okay, so little fact about their winnings, mm. right? So he employed viral marketing in a sense that uh, these guys, these guys are a famous football club for, uh, belonging belonging to that city, yeah. And then he sent them each uh, a couple of players mm. of this very nice print yep. with a a sort of fact imprinted onto that uh, piece of uh, photography hmm. right his print and from that they uh, so, so since they, these guys have like a big following they took a picture of uh, took a picture of themselves with that print with in that their photo. head yeah. yeah so that's how they had it here that's really cool right so he, he's he's obviously um, I mean he, who knows how he got it into the hands you know it's, it's generally pretty hard to get um produce anything to um to famous people yeah well it's just about sending it to them like if you watch a lot of uh youtube videos of like famous uh youtubers Mm. right they get stuff sent to them all the time yeah and uh that's through a po box that they have where Mm. fans can send them things and i think like rogan has like a bunch of stuff from fans that they made and i guess they were good enough to Land yeah. So if if you if you're good enough with your craft or you put enough hours into whatever you love doing, you're mm-hmm. passionate about, and you get that in someone who you admire hands, yep. in their hands, you'll probably get a shout out. I mean, this is probably um, probably one of his best uh, bit of publicity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen the rest of his page, so maybe mm-hmm. he's got um, you know previous celebrity endorsements before, but um, this is maybe. this is definitely. Um, an amazing piece of uh, piece of art, yeah. And to get it promoted by um, someone who is, you know, a, a celebrity, it's uh, I mean that that's that's a hell of an endorsement, yeah. And uh, it would be awesome if we can get our escape rope mug in the hands of some sort of celebrity. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. But then again, you have to think like what the, the stuff that you send to them, what value does it provide to the person that you're sending your stuff to? Yeah. Uh, with this particular article in, in um, well, speaking of this particular article, Chris Fabregas, 
he, what he did was he actually set a, a print with something that is valuable to that team, which yep. that is that little fact of them winning something, and then that that yeah. gets uh, that gets you noticed. Right? So so it, uh, it provides some value to these celebrities, right. and in right. a similar way to to my mate in his shirt, mm. that the shirt uh, Mahalo Scomo yeah. provides some value to people who buy because. They know that it's going. The profit's going towards a good cause. Yeah. Well, not only that, that, that that's actually amplified by the negative sentiment that people had for the prime minister as that's, well. That's also right? true. Yeah. Absolutely. So people are in dire need. Mm-hmm. So they have a problem, which is a bushfire. Yep. And the person who's meant to lead this country is going away on holiday. So mm-hmm. th- that's that's why um, people gravitated to this shit because it's that's like right. a, 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 a is it a satire or yeah, a, it's it's definitely. Um, satirical yeah uh, just to prove a point it's like a hawaiian themed mm. which is just obviously mm. the place where he went but the the, the beauty of the, of that story about the, yeah. your mate's shirt is that he did it not out of spite no it's kind of again it's, it's yeah. satire i i don't mm. you know honestly i don't know his politics yeah um but certainly it's uh it's it, it's 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 it's, it's too lighten the the mood a little bit right yeah. but to prove a point as well and exactly have you also noticed that anything that you put out there mm. that has a negative connotation to it will not work in the on the in the world of the internet yeah right so that's that's the thing it's like it's more anything that you create whether you be a video creator photography uh, a photographer or an artist or anything uh, in a service um, business right if it does not value uh, if it does not give value to the person that mm. you prov- to who you give your products or services to. Yeah, it's not going to get noticed. No, I mean certainly um, comedy and satire goes a very long way. Mm. Um, in in um, I think getting people onto your side. Yeah, uh, and that's what I think he used for um, to get get these shirts out there. Yeah, yeah. and and obviously to help. Um, the New South Wales Faris as well. Yeah. Yeah, so certainly viral marketing is, most of the time I, I would say it's organic. Other times it can certainly be manufactured. Um, but it's those kind of organic viral sensations which are the most interesting. Um, well, you, most got, interesting you, got your, you got your notice, right? You got your yeah. attention. It, yeah. it, exactly. It's yeah. um, it, it's always the it, it's, it's always the sort of the right place at the right time yeah. kind of thing. And you don't always. I mean, I'm, I'm sure you know he's not the first person to do a shirt satirizing um, Scott Morrison, but it just so happens that this one is is gone to a good cause, and also it's a cool shirt. I am. It's. I think it's a. There's a lot of serendipity yeah, involved absolutely. in this story, which is a pretty good thing. Yeah. So you know we could be running away for two, three years, and you know hopefully we get some success. But if not, at the end of two, three years, there could be something just. All of a sudden, it goes viral. You know, some some piece of our merch just goes viral for no reason. Um, yeah, it's it's um, viral marketing is is interesting because you never really know you ne- you never truly know what your audience wants, and sometimes you don't really know what your it's, it's, your who your audience is. It's yeah, just sometimes yeah. just put out a piece of merch, and mm. some random demographic just happens to um, resonate with that. And yeah. uh, I think the the moral is just to keep grinding. Keep grinding away. The more stuff you put out there, the more the the more chances you get. Mm. Yeah, and and you know, get noticed. again, this uh, Chris Fabregas, I, I I don't know how 
how big he was before this thing. Mm. But I mean, do you know how many followers he had before? No, no, no. It's just a, it's, it's a little feel good story that yeah. I thought was really interesting. So this guy has nine hundred something posts. Yeah. So and, and and I mean, as a as an amateur photographer myself, right? The, the stuff that he's doing is not not just point and shoot. No, it's it's amazing stuff. Yeah, it's Absolutely not just point amazing. and shoot. So that's why uh, that kind of relates to what we we're talking about. Like mm. he put he put some work into this. I mean, there's absolute yeah. quality in his work. I mean, look at this one. Yeah, it's like right? a, what, five of these uh, jet fighters flying over the Seattle Tower. Yeah, it's 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 amazing image. Yeah. So this guy has done nine hundred something um, posts, mm. nine hundred something pieces of beautiful photography. And it could be very recently that he kind of just blew up. Yeah, yeah. It, he, he seems to be a very, a very local. Uh, what's it called? He, he seems to be a local of Seattle anyway. So yeah. You can see a lot of uh, the, the, the Seattle Tower there, hmm. uh, which is interesting. So, you know, it's it very much could be a, uh, a very long grind. Um, and I think that's, you know, we're, we're in this for for the long haul. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, it's it's very interesting to see two sets of um two 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 different people mm-hmm. running two very different businesses yeah and both becoming viral in their own way yeah in very different ways under very different uh, circumstances as well yeah that's that's true anyways man I think we should, we gotta catch the movie yeah let's uh, decided let's... to do a short one. Sure. Let's uh let's wrap this up. Yeah. This is the last pod for um for 2019. Yeah. After the holidays, man. Holidays. Yeah. Um, We're gonna come back in 2020 with a bang. We guarantee bang. you that. All right, guys. Um, this has been the Escape Road Podcast with Fung and Ron. I hope you guys have a great day, great night, and great afternoon wherever you are in the world. And don't forget, we upload every single Wednesday, every single week. And, um, and where do you catch us? We, you can catch us on Twitter. That's the important one because we frequent that a lot. Yep. It's at the escape road. At the escape road. So you can flick us a message there or like check us out on your favorite podcast channel or medium. Yeah, just, uh, was it Apple? Apple, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, leave, us a, um, leave us a, a rating, a comment would be awesome. Mm. Um, you know, whether it's good or bad, just let us know. We want to provide the best content to, to you guys. That's right. So, um, since this is the last episode of the year, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and Happy New Year.